Can you hear us? I can. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Where's your now? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Off-Field Drummer Podcast. I'm Sauce. I'm Berkey. And here we are. We've got our man, the one and only. The greatest. The legend. The seven, episode seven, Alan Langer. How are you, mate? Hi guys, and I'm not sure about this off-field drama because I wasn't involved. <laughs> Hopefully, I wasn't involved in too much of that. No, nah, of course not. We know uh, that. We'll work that out throughout the show. Welcome, uh, welcome to the set. First time on the couches. Um, fucking well, great to have you. Yeah, well, thank you. It's always lovely to be at the Caxton, as we all know. But uh, I'm not sure how to take this, but it's a different way to to come to the Caxton. Yeah, sobering. It is very sobering, <laughs> which is good for a Monday afternoon anyway. Exactly right. Yeah, happy to have you on board. Thank you. Oh, looking forward to it, boys, and as long as you ask some decent questions, I'll be I'll be very We're happy. full of decent, you know that. Yeah. How, know. Uh, firstly, how was the weekend? How was a uh, good win on Friday? Yeah, it was a great win. We we needed the win against the uh, Rabbitohs. Uh, you know, they're just out of the eight now, which is disappointing for them, but uh, for us it was a, a great win, and it's... After the Origin series, it's you know we've had two wins. We had the Bulldogs into the Rabbits, and it it, it was a tough, well tough series. The Origin series is always a tough series, and to get through that um, without injuries and uh, to get our most of our players back now, it's uh, it's going to be good. Yeah, good. Do you just want it? Sorry to be a prick, but just speaking to the mic, just so the <laughs> so the shareholders can can hear. Yeah, sorry. Hear your wisdom. Sorry. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> um. Berkey, he's uh, he's prepared a list here. I've got a bunch he, of questions for you, mate, that we'll slowly work into we, it. We do our research. Okay. Um, so. And you've just made it up by yeah. the look of yeah. it. <laughs> it might be a bit daunting to look at, but, mate, it's nothing too much. I was there on Friday night. It's good playing there. What did the boys think of it? Yeah, it's great. Sunshine Coast Day. The field was in great nick and uh, certainly it's a fast paddock, so mm. it, it suited, suited our game and certainly suited Reese Walsh the way he oh. played. Yeah. He's he's just, he, he was just uh, magic on the night and, and he's got plenty of improvement in him and he's just a great player. He's a great footy head and it just showed again the other night. And, and it, I look back at the Origin Series, you know, not putting AJ Brimson to shame. I think he's a great player in his own right, but uh, missing, missing um, Reese in that third game probably, uh, you know, and looking at the first two games in Origin, you know, he was one of the better players yeah. for Queensland. Yeah, you're right. He's got that spark when he grabs the ball, just his speed. The speed, and he just puts uh, defence under so much pressure. He just, uh, the way he plays, and certainly, as I said before, as a footyhead, he studies studies the game, study who's he play, who he's playing against, and certainly knows his footy and knows his way around the field. What are you, what are you thinking with this side compared to maybe 06 or, or in your, your day? Do you see any... Comparisons? Do you see a premiership winning team? or uh, I do, but still they've got a lot, lot of work to do. But yeah. in saying that, they're off-field and uh, they're, they're forming a great relationship in the team and team environment, which you need. And uh, and with Adam Reynolds, he's brought a lot. I thought he's brought a lot of structure to the club and certainly leadership and with um, Kurt Capewell as well. Yeah. And, uh, and then you've got Paddy Carrigan and... Payne Hass is coming through and uh, it's valuable and certainly we've got some young guys coming through and Dean Mariner, 
Jesse Arthur has been fantastic when he's filled in. So there's a lot of players there that uh, are young. We've got a young squad, but you still need that uh, leadership in mm. Adam Reynolds, which is we've been honoured to have at the club. I can't. I still can't believe South let him go. Yeah. After. Oh, we laugh at it. Yeah. Oh, it's it's amazing. <laughs> One of the best players for South, been there all his life since he was a junior. No problems on and off the field. A gentleman of the game, and they let him go. Yeah. I just can't see the reasoning why. And you you get along well with him. I get yeah. on. I get on great with him, and he's old school sort of yeah, yeah. player. And certainly, he's, but as I said before, he's he's great for the club, and that's what the Broncos needed. Yeah. Did right. you think what happened last year has ended up being a benefit this year, or obviously it wasn't the way we wanted it to go? Well, the last few years haven't. Well, the year before last, the couple of years before last year was terrible, mm. you know, and we all know that, and that's well, a lot of clubs go through it, but. Last year, I, I didn't think it was bad as a lot of people thought. We we had a, a lot of really good run through the uh, year. Origin period hurt us a bit. And then we had a couple of injuries and just the last month we ran out of gas. I think uh, a lot of the younger players playing week in, week out hit the wall a bit. Mm. And just the last month was not so good. So in saying that, we had improved and it's, it's proved this year that uh, it's... You know, looking back at that and looking back at that last month, we surely don't want to do that this year. Yeah. we. Well, uh, I was going to say, shout out to Kevy too, because yeah. he copped a lot of shit last year. and Well, he's copped a plenty over the last couple yeah, of years. Right. And, and, and to his credit, he, he's stuck in there and uh, he's got the plays he wanted. And uh, certainly he he's passionate. He's passionate about the Broncos. Mm. He, he loves the Broncos. And, um, you know, we had a lot of great times there together. And he wants to see that within these players. And he wants to see him, you know, playing well, training hard, but enjoyment. Enjoyment's all part of any sport, which I think should be the, the number one priority. you still got to enjoy what you do, otherwise you don't do it. So in saying that to uh, to Kevy, to Kevy's credit, he's, he's stuck in there and he's hung in there and he's doing a great job at the club. Yeah. Um, as you can see, we got the uh, Six More Song shirts yes. on. For all those listening out there, Alfie's iconic six more songs after uh, game two up here when they, they won the series this year. He's Mate. telling us he can't go anywhere anymore now without saying oh, I know. It's uh, people singing out of the, uh, in the crowd when I'm running out in the field. You know, six more songs. What's, what's <laughs> the six more songs, Alfie? Give us six more songs, which is great. And yeah. I think uh, – and, and I look back at them nights and it's the last two years we've been lucky enough to win the Origin Series and, and bring yeah. the boys because – Never in the past have the boys been able to go out or do anything after the game, or they've never seen Caxton Street on like it, the good old days. on the night of night of an Origin game. But to their surprise, bringing the bus up Caxton Street and stopping and actually coming into the Caxton has been the highlight of their uh, couple of weeks in camp at Origin. I think, like you said, the most important thing is to enjoy it, and that's part of it. And you know, the players I see them enjoying themselves. There's nothing wrong with it. They're well, just enjoying themselves after a win, and so they should. Yeah, and, mm. and the problem is these days, it's, as I said, they're human. Yeah. They, they want to enjoy, and especially winning. You've got to enjoy winning, but certainly you've got to know when to stop. And, and there's a lot of cameras and a lot of people out there these days that uh, take advantage of that, oh. which uh, it's, it's hard to do. And if you really want to enjoy yourself, you've just got to lock cameras away and just enjoy the, yeah. enjoy the night. 
you'd be happy that social media wasn't around in your time. Ah, uh, very happy, <laughs> very happy. I'm still alive and still happy and out of jail, so even better. Can we touch on what, how the origin camps between your playing days compare to what it's like now? Well, the first four days were pretty uh, structured. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> drinking wise structured, <laughs> and then we trained after that. But uh, it was it was tough, and I was only young coming from Ipswich. I remember. My first Origin game, I caught the train down from Ipswich to go into camp at the Roma Street Travel Lodge. And it was the first afternoon was go out with the uh, one of your four X reps. Uh, I think about four or five players went with five reps. And then you met up after a couple of hours. So it was a few drinks going around to the pubs doing promotional work and meet up for dinner and then was going out. It was, uh, I think it was old Cafe Neon on the Thursday night. Or Wednesday night, I think it was Mary Street on the Thursday night, and then two nights down the coast. So, yeah, it was it was hard work for me because I wasn't a big drinker back in them days. So to keep up with the likes of Wally Lewis's, Gene Miles, Greg Dowling's, Colin Scotts, it was it was an eye opener for me. Right, and I, now now you've just taken the bat. Yeah, well, now I've, now I've, <laughs> now I've grown up a big a big boy now, so I, I know what to do. You show the way for the others. I lead the way. Yeah. I, I'm the entertainment manager of the Origin team. So <laughs> I they, think my dad said he worked at the uh, the Criterion Bar. Yes, you guys might have gone in there. Oh, uh, we've been there a couple of times, yeah. mate. It's <laughs> a little hideaway near the W, which is great. So, do they do anything like that nowadays that you can say? Or no, they're not allowed to go out these days. So, what we do is we just have a bit of a lock-in session where we just sit around a room, either get a bit of music or watch the races and play play a few games, yeah. drinking games and all that sort of thing, yeah. which the boys enjoy. And they have a good time. And, but it, it's about enjoying time around each other, each other and getting yeah. to know each other, having a few drinks and taking the mickey out of each other, which is good. Who stands out out of this bunch? Oh, Cameron Muster is one of the leaders. So <laughs> no surprise. He's just as mad as me, so he's a junior elf. Yeah, good man. Next entertainment manager. He, he yeah. will be in years to come, but I've got a few years left, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere, sure. <laughs> and what about Billy Slater? Obviously, we just are obsessed with him. Yeah. What, what makes him the coach that he is? Well, he coaches the way he played. He, he, he's very professional what he does. He uh, was a great trainer in his day, never left any stone unturned, and he, he does it with the way he coaches and uh, certainly – Gets around to the players, makes sure they are prepared to the best of their capabilities on that Wednesday night. And, and I look over the camps over the last two years he's been coaching. It's been great. And I'm just very lucky still to be involved in the camps. And, and being involved with Origin, it's probably the greatest team's spirit I've ever seen because they love going into camp, love being around each other and have such a good time with each other. Yeah, you can definitely see it. I mean... In the last couple of years, and since Billy's come in, the camaraderie, I think you can just see it uh, on, I, on the field. It's been there for quite a while, and Mel Meninga started, and then mm. Wayne Bennett and Kevy Wallers, Paul Green. So it's been there, and the Queenslanders just love it. And, and New South Wales always say, oh, you know, it's all bullshit and that, but I think it's fair to come out. They don't get it. They don't get it. And, yes. and the guy, <laughs> yeah. and certainly, I, and I, as I said, I see it first, yeah, first eight, or first, first hand, yeah. and then. Just to see them, the way they get on and have such a good time together, enjoy each other's company, which 
comes back to the enjoyment, and that's and why they, that's why they play rugby league. I know there's a lot of money in the game these days, but the enjoyment I see they get out of it is pretty spectacular. Yeah. And you still obviously enjoy on the field being the trainer. Uh, I love it. It's yeah. it's been part of the game. I loved. I've played since I was four years old. Four and a half, actually. Big back row on them days in Ipswich. <laughs> oh, she turned and, it and, up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but to see him there and being involved with the three best games of the year, going yeah. into camp with these guys, it's yeah, it's pretty surreal for me. How do you how do you go uh, as a trainer? You don't like blood, I hear. No, I don't. I don't. Oh. I don't like my own blood. You don't like your own no, blood. No, my own yeah. blood. So I don't like seeing big, massive cuts or anything like yeah. that. So if Steve if there is a big cut, I'll go out, see it. Look at it, <laughs> and then call the other main trainer over the doctor, and he sorts that out. Did uh, I got some intel from uh, from Nussi about an incident at the uh, a racetrack on the way to a game, maybe? Yes, it was. And on yeah, you saw some blood, and yeah, it was on the way to the grand, and that was my blood. So, Your blood. <laughs> so I was on the way to the grand final because Wayne Bennett always said, "Don't change a routine." So, myself and Trevor Gilmeister went to the races. Pre going out to the airport because we used to catch it playing around three o'clock, so we used to go for the first four or five races and then head to the airport. And we had a horse racing called Progon, and um, one bookie had about five to one, eleven or two, and then one bookie rolled it to six to one. The race was just about to jump, so I've ran over to get the six to one, and my head. I've just ran into the bookie stand, and I've sort of hit my head. Then I've felt the blood. <laughs> I looked at it and then I've collapsed. I've just fainted. So pre grand final. Pre, this is a day before. Saturday oh, day before. Saturday before the grand final. And then Trevor Gilmeister's run over to thinking someone's king hit me before. <laughs> so but then I've come awake and then of course the horse lost. Ah. Oh, so what it come. I couldn't even couldn't even remember, but it didn't come in the first three. I backed it to win anyway. Yeah. But uh, in saying that don't change your routine, but yeah. uh, wasn't Did you a win great the day. GF? We yeah. won the grand final. Haven't lost. There we go. Yeah. That was in that was in ninety two. That was in well, that was no, ninety two. So it was a great victory. We won twenty eight six. So it was a great, great day, and uh, yeah, won the uh, Clive Churchill that day. So, um, so yeah, I guess we were touching on the the ninety two grand final. Um, that was obviously was that the uh, Tina Turner one. Uh, I think was she. That, I think she might have come out in the 93 93, one. yeah. Yeah, but 92 was a wonderful victory for the Broncos and certainly for the whole town and supporters. And I've got to say that support the Broncos have had this year once they've started to win again and, and you know, there's no being better, I think, numbers at the stadiums. Yeah. I, I think crowd numbers there. I think uh, corporate support of... Or gone through the roof mm. and, and the merchandise has just gone through the roof So it's great for the Broncos And I, personally I think when the Broncos are winning The, the comp's going well and, mm. and we just look at the competition now How close it is It's wonderful for the game And I think crowd numbers are up all over the game So I, I think And it gets back to the Broncos playing well And playing the, the football they, they play I think uh, hopefully there's There's semi-final bound Yeah, I think so I think, you know Even seeing it here at the pub it's like it's twofold what it does for here and, and speaking to other people. I think what it does for Brisbane, and it's it's that simple. I think that there's a bit of a, a spark in and around the city with yeah. other industries and, and whatever else. But and we got to say, you know, we got to think the Dolphins coming in has yeah. has promoted that as well. I think yeah. uh, with them coming in, that you know they got their support 
and the Broncos support have they've come out of the woodwork to uh, support <laughs> their team. Well, we're over forty thousand members now. I think. Yeah, it is. So First you know, they yeah, they're aiming for fifty thousand. So it'd be great to get to that. But I'm saying forty thousand is a lot for a footy club, which is great for the Broncos. So the the club, the people upstairs, are doing a great job, and the and the players are doing a fantastic job at the moment. Yeah. And the win against the Dolphins, we've got. Both wins, I'd be happy. Get it over Wayne. Yeah, I was always, it's always happy to beat Wayne, but uh, you know we stay in touch. But in saying that, you know, Redcliffe have played very well against us as well. And Katoni Stokes just scored that try at the mm. end, and we just got away with the game at uh, the Gabba a, a few weeks ago. So, in saying that, they're always going to be a tough opposition, and I know with Wayne, he's always going to lift the Dolphins yeah. when, when yeah. they play the Broncos. <laughs> any any voicemails to Wayne? Uh, I haven't been too many lately <laughs> So I've been off the drink for the last couple of weeks After the origin period So I've just got to yeah. get my body sorted out back after the uh, <laughs> Back to where it was So it's a tough campaign that origin period you know, it's yeah. Three camps, ten day camps So it's, a, it's very hard work And having players like Nate Miles, Jonathan Thurston, Cameron Smith, Billy in the camp So is that cool, having that band back together from the dynasty? Oh, I think it's great. It's great for the team, and they know what State of Origin's all about. So mm. they know how to get the players motivated, lifted, and managed, man-managed to get them right for the Wednesday night. Yeah. Can uh, we um, – I want to touch on – there's a lot of – our fans out there, we call the shareholders. Yes. Uh, as you might have known. He's got no idea, does he? <laughs> <laughs> well – you got no shareholders on your show. You yeah, only got yeah, six yeah. more songs. We're working on work on it now. The big one was obviously that call in two thousand and one, the uh, the SOS that Wayne uh, put out to you. Can you sort of touch on that a little bit for us? Yeah, well, that's probably the best week of my life, like yeah. my football life. Uh, never expecting to come back and play Origin football. I always wanted to come back and play for the Broncos when I went to England because I I left on a bad note. You know, retired halfway or. At the start of the season, you know, when I probably shouldn't have, but I did. And then when I signed to go over to England, I always wanted to come back and have a season with the Broncos. So I was lucky enough to do that. But to get that call and play in 2001 for that last game, getting the call from Wayne Bennett was pretty special. He, he rang me on one Saturday morning, seeing if I'd... Because we normally spoke every week, so... It was, it was just a regular phone call and after a while he said, oh, how would you like to come back and play in the third game? I said, oh, what took you so long to ask? <laughs> so I certainly I said yes straight away but then I had to go okay with Daryl Vandervelle who's coaching myself at Warrington and he had to okay with the Warrington board and then Wayne Bennett had to go back and okay with the uh, New South Wales Rugby League back then to see whether they could let English Play, or English bass player come back and play over here for the origin. So that took until the Thursday. He rang back and everything was okay. So Daryl Vandervelle located on our end, so I had to play on the Friday night over there. Flew out on the Saturday morning, arrived Sunday afternoon and went into the camp on the Monday. So it was a, the, the best camp I've ever had, the best preparation I've ever had for a game because I knew it was a one-off. It was... One of those things that Queensland needed to win that uh, series after, if you remember that series they lost before and they threw the bomb and New yeah. South Wales were going to have their dynasty and everything. So 
So Queensland really need to win that year. So it's probably the best I've ever prepared for a game before. And the week, the build-up, the hype. I think the British Lions were playing oh, the, Wallabies. the Wallabies at the Gabba the night before. And then we played um, ANZ, was it? ANZ on the uh, Sunday night. So it was amazing. Even when I come over, because Jeremy Gus got the great uh, English uh, centre was on the plane with me. He was coming out to commentate the union. So... It was just a, a great week and hype and just being back with the, the boys that I've played with before or most of them I've played with before and to go at that game and have such a great victory was uh, pretty special. No drinking on that plane back? or No, I was lucky Shit. I was in business class. I had to stretch my legs you know, <laughs> I needed a bit of leg room. But uh, no, it was, it was the longest trip because you know, I couldn't sleep because you're always thinking about, thinking. Yeah, yeah. thinking about what was going to happen and how it was going to happen and how things were going to turn out. But uh, it turned out fantastic. And and it was probably the longest trip back as well because it was just, you know, I, I stayed for a couple of days. The hardest was two days at the Bricky Creek with the great Tom Redonicus after it, oh, celebrating. Yeah. And to go back there, and it's amazing a difference in rugby league makes. I played St Helens on the Saturday when I got back. And we got beaten by 60, so. <laughs> Jesus. But just before we, we touch on Tommy Redonicus, we got to... Question about that. that. I just want to say, I don't think if people don't know that game, that 2001 game, you didn't just have, you know, you weren't just there. You had a blinder. Oh, you, yeah. I was very happy and I knew it was a one off. So I didn't, I just had to go out and, you know, play to the best of my ability, which I, you know, I, I still had confidence in myself to do it. You know, and I, I was happy with the way I was playing over in England and um, I had no injuries. So it was just really good to come back and. Yeah. Playing that game. I'd, one of my first memories of watching footy is that overhead. Oh, the overhead yeah. try. So I was lucky to, lucky to get that one. But uh, in saying that, it was just a great, it was just a great team. Yeah, team game. And how old were you then? I was thirty-five. Uh, wow. Yes. People talk about Joey 05, Alpha One. Yeah, but <laughs> oh, it, come it, on. it was wonderful, and I, I enjoyed it. It was just a, a really great week, and as I said before, it was the best. Football week of my life and something I'll never ever forget. And in saying that, I was lucky enough. I finished up with Warrington that year and come back and had a year with the Broncos in two thousand and two. So that was another dream come true. Can we? Um, you mentioned Tommy Redonigus, uh, the late grade. Uh, can you talk about that relationship that you had with him? Because obviously it was quite special. Yes, uh, he first came and coached me up the Ipswich Jets. So it was we formed a very special relationship. Once he started coaching there, because I, I used to love watching him play because he was one of the most competitive players mm. you'd ever see play the game. He was tough. You know, probably didn't have the best skills, but certainly tough and compete. And that's what he instilled into me over them couple of years at the Jets. And certainly he was the one that pushed for me to be in that 87 origin when uh, Wayne Bennett didn't want me. And Wayne Bennett was a coach then, but I was lucky. Tommy and uh, Doug Beattie, who was a selector from Ipswich, they they pushed for me to be in that side. And even Tommy being a New South Welshman, he pushed me to be in that side and I was lucky enough to get it. And, uh, like, how would you describe Tommy off the field? Like, uh, similar to yourself or...? Yes, he had plenty of character in him, Tommy, and uh, certainly was the life of the party wherever you went. And, you know, he's up there now probably looking down at us, having a beer and having a good time. But in saying that, whenever you had a party or a function or an Ipswich old boys get together mm. 
you'd be laughing from the time you got there to your time you left because Tommy just created that aura about you know himself and the the people around him. Always looked after the his mates. Closest uh, Blues play to being a Queenslander, Tommy, or uh, like if we no, were to he's, he's a blue. He's a blue. <laughs> he's, a blue. <laughs> uh, he's a tough. He's a tough bugger, and uh, just to see the way he played, but certainly he's a he's a great team man, mm. and certainly he wouldn't be out of out of uh, out of his right. He 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 wouldn't want to play for Queensland because no. he loved he, the he, he loved the Blues it. that much. Yeah. He was old school, wasn't he? He, oh, he, he loved was. It. He loved and, it. and certainly when he coached the team, he wanted the team to win and he, he was a winner. I just wanted to, to touch on uh, Warrington, your time there. Um, I'll never forget it. I was quite young here and uh, there was two Warrington fans downstairs in the main bar, in the front bar, and they were watching you play on TV, an old Warrington game in the Super League. Yep. And uh, where they're wearing jerseys and thick accents and really nice guys, lovely blokes, and they were they were like, oh, there, there was Alfie, and you you walked in, you'd you'd been in a, at a lunch I think next door, and you'd walked in and and they go, they're looking at the TV and they see you walk in, and they go, just double take, and they could not believe their eyes, and you you go up, they go Alfie, and you go up to them, how you going boys, and like you you know as you do. You spent a good half hour with them, and it made their would have made their whole day. Well, they're, like, they're your supporters, and. Uh, yeah. I do that with any Bronco supporters and or any supporters you have over wherever you go because they're the ones that have put you where you are yeah, yeah. and they're the one that, you know, go and pay their dollars to go watch you play. So so I've always got time for the supporters and um, as long as they're not over the top and, you know, full of drink and carrying on and <laughs> want to fight you <laughs> or push me up on a table, <laughs> I'm all I'm all for it. And it's it's great to see it. I, I love my time at Warrington. They had... Two good years, taking the family over there, another country. I never, ever wanted to go to another side, but I was lucky enough to play over in England and had two good years there. Where did that stem from? Like, what? why the appeal to go over there? Uh, when I retired here, I sort of had that couple of months off, and Daryl Vandervelt, which is a great mate of mine, uh, he was coaching Warrington at the time, so he rang me. He rang me straight after I retired, and I said no then, and he rang back a couple of months later, and then I agreed. So I, I'm glad I did agree. I had such a good time over there and just taking the family over, the kids at school and just a new country to live in. It was pretty... And it's a completely different game, isn't it? Like, Well, it's still... Style? it's Well, style, it's more open, but in saying that, you've still got to train hard and there's still a lot of tough games. So you've got to turn up ready to play, otherwise you're going to get beaten as long as, you know, it's like here. You, you've got to train and prepare every week, you know, mm. Can they make those in goals bigger? Like yeah, well, so, uh, yes. didn't they do that because of you? <laughs> no, they didn't. No? Because a lot of fields are over there are pretty short and they're like soccer grounds. Soccer fields, yeah. Yeah, so they. I, I used not to real, a lot of big in goals. Because <laughs> your grubber was, was so good and they would make it shorter. Yeah, so you well, couldn't you, grab her into the you end just, goal. You just had to shorten the grubber up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> The amount of people that go flying into that oh, and, the, yeah. and the boards at because the end of the weird. field. Yeah, it's it's terrible, but we're lucky there hasn't been too many serious accidents out of it. Yeah. Remember the the Brett Morris one? Brett Morris one. Because oh, yeah. old, old Trafford it goes down the little bank into the uh, – yeah. yeah. So he, he flew into it. So he, he was lucky he didn't get injured. Yeah, he, he was a – as a Queenslander, he was a New South Welshman that was just a ripper. Who is there anyone from – Sort of New South Wales or any any other player you played against that you sort of you, you wish you played 
played with or you respected? Oh, I just respect them, mate. You, I respect the players, and I, I think the best thing about the games, you you've got to be sports. You know, you got to show that sportsmanship after a game. Like you want to beat them, and and I've played against a lot of great halfbacks, just to name a few. It's Peter Sterling, the Steve Mortimer's, the Greg Alexander's, Jeff Tuvey's, Ricky Stewart's, um, Andrew Johns, of course, just to name a few. But they made you lift your game and you wanted to play them week in, week out because uh, it just made your game better. But in saying that, I, you know, I'm happy enough that for them to be in, in the blue side. But as I said before about sportsmanship, mm. you, you wanted to go and beat them. But after the game, I was happy enough to shake their hands and have a beer with them. And have a good time, and you know, and when we were on the kangaroo tours, like you know, and, and there was a little bit of a difference. But once you got on that tour and got involved with them, and become got to know them, yeah, got to know and become mates, it's it's a different ball you, game. You realise they're exactly like you. They are. You, 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 you taught to hate them, but you realise, you know, we're all, we're just footy players, and we're the same yeah. same bloke. <laughs> we're all human, and and we want want to have a good time, yeah. and enjoy each other's company, and that's what we did on the tour. Yeah. Did um any Sydney NRL teams ever come knocking? No, I was lucky enough, not really. So I was, I was happy enough. To, <laughs> no, he didn't want I to move different. south. I was happy enough to stay here. I nearly went to the Gold Coast tight. Uh, I think it was the, the Seagulls, Seagulls yeah. back then in '92. I got offered to go down there when Wally was going to be the coach, but I was lucky enough. I stayed at the Broncos and we won the comp that year. So yeah. right decision for once. Who was your your favourite off field companion? Mm, here we go. Oh, I got to say, Kevin Wallace. I yeah. re- I roomed with Kevin most of my life and grew up with him. In Ipswich, and certainly great mates and still great mates today. So, yeah, we had a lot of good times on and off the field and out and about. Yeah, still do. Yeah, still do. And certainly we enjoy a good time together and take the piss out of each other and annoy each other. But but that's life. That's two little boys. As you do. Now, I brought this up, Alfie, because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But a few weeks ago, there was a dish liquor running around at Casino called Alfie Longer. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. And I got a lot of uh, texts and a lot of photos of when it won. Yeah, it won at 51 bucks. I know. And I thought, shit, I should have known having Alfie come and on And that was board. just after the Origin game. I think it might have been that day after the third game. I couldn't believe it saluted. Yes, it's a lot of those things and dogs, but... So, you, so that was my question. Have you ever had any other weird shit that you've heard of named after you? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Do you know? <laughs> well, mate, that, when I saw that, I thought, right, oh, if there's Alfie Longer running around, there might be something else. Yeah, no, I've heard of a couple of kids over in um, Papua New Guinea and that's about it. Right, called Alfie. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, but they're, honestly, they're... Football mad, football mm. crazy over there. That's their national sport. Yeah. But to go there, it's it's just a great eye opening. Just see the people; they're so lovely, and the kids are so beautiful. It's just wonderful to go over there and and show your talent. But just to see how much mm. they love rugby league, it's pretty special. Could they get a team over there? Do you reckon one day or uh, I think too it's, hard? I think it'll be very tough for them over there. They they play in the Queensland Cup, which I think is probably their level at this yeah. stage. That, so. That's their that's their national sport over there, only country in the world. What are uh, what's ours? Cricket? Ours cricket? Yeah, one off. Yeah, yeah. we well, uh, we just won the Ashes. So yeah. yeah, yeah. We we heard you were a, a good cricketer back in the day. Uh junior cricket. I was uh, fancied yourself. I had a fair 
You were quite good. I, uh, I was okay. I played yeah. Queensland 16s and I sort of started playing seniors in Ipswich, but I had to choose one or the other when rugby yeah. league, so I was lucky. Yeah. I went rugby league. But, Bat yeah. or bowl? I was a batsman, yeah. Opened? Where were uh, opener, yeah, opener first drop. So. What do we think of that Bearso stuff? The whole stay in your crease bullshit, uh, carrying on. Yeah, well, I think it's a bit of a carry on. I, I, and I, you watch the replay and Kerry threw the ball mm. straight away. So yeah. I think he was out of his crease. So, And I think he's been known to do that before. So and there's a few more stories you know, around that. And now there's all the, the stuff coming up of Bearstow doing yeah, similar doing things. Doing the same yeah. shit. So, yeah. But he was out, so that's a game of cricket. And now mm. they're whinging about it raining. Yeah, well... Fucking pong. You got to take the good with the bad, man. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, that was wasn't that you played that test out at uh, was it ANZ as well or something? No, it was a, there was a Queensland charity test or somewhere where Fatty took that. Catch. Oh no, that was at the Gabba. Was that, that was, the Yeah, that was Alan Bo- I don't know why it's at ANZ. No, that yeah. was Alan Border's testimonial. Yeah. Well, Cal Ruckerman's was out at ANZ. His testimonial, but Al- Alan Border's there. Actually, I bowled the ball at uh, Fatty. Fatty Co- caught. Like, yeah. Fatty was—he's the most uncoordinated <laughs> cricketer I've ever seen or catcher, and to—and he caught that right in front of the can shop as well. It was yeah. just an amazing thing. That'll—he'll never ever do that again. But that—that'll go down in folklore. Yeah. Is that the greatest athleticism you've ever seen Fatty perform? Or? Yeah, definitely. Yes, he—he's he- never. Oh. He's never run so very, fast. Very clumsy, and to see him catch that, it was just amazing. It, yeah. I don't think he can believe it. No. Yeah. DCE, you just broke your origin record for most consecutive games in the number seven jersey for Queensland. Can you just talk to us about like what DCE does for the boys? Uh, getting back to leadership again, he's been great. Like He, he had a rough start to get into the origin mm. team. You know, He's in and he's out, and then he was on the bench, and then he was out. But he's worked really hard in his game, and he's... Play, you know, he's been a great player for Manly over the years. And But in saying that, to what he's brought to the Queensland team, he's been very consistent and certainly a great leader in, in his own right and certainly the captain of our team, which is great mm, to yeah. see. And he, and he does a good job on, on, on and off the field and around the boys in camp. Who it, do you think's putting their hand up for captain, can you say, moving forward? Or Paddy Carrigan? or Yeah, well, Paddy Carrigan, he's he's doing a great job at the Broncos and he's a gr- great leader in in the camp. But, uh, you know, you've got Cameron Munster, mm. you've got Harry Grant, you've got some, you've got some great talent in that uh, Queensland side. So there's a, a number of plays, but uh, someone will have to come up over the years. I'm sure Daly's not finished yet. So he had a good series. That was yeah. one of his yeah, better ones. He had a wonderful world. series, and just seeing him play with Manly yesterday, just some of the uncanny tries he set up and what he can do in a game. Mm. He's still he's still got it. So I wouldn't be writing him off yet. I'm, yeah. I can see a couple more years in him. Is there anyone that you see coming up in the in the Origin ranks? So I was going to say as well, we have unbelievable depth in the in the Origin sort of I, team. Is there anyone coming up that you, you think? I, I think it's the best depth we've had. For, for yeah. a number of years. But uh, in saying that, Jeremy Nenai, I see he got injured mm. on the weekend. He, he's going to be a, a very good player. Our wingers were great. The Hammer. The Hammer. Yeah. I, Holy I, shit. Well, I, I think Hammer's one of the, the players that has improved over the last couple of years. So I think he'll be there for years to come. And he's been a great buy. And I speak to Wayne Bennett about him. He's just he's a lovely lad. You're never going to get any trouble out of him on and off the field. So he's just been a great buy for Redcliffe. And to see some of the tries he's 
done already oh. this year, mm. and even with the Queensland team. So, yeah, I'm sure he'll be here for years to come. Just a good grammar boy, isn't he? And then you got Reese Walsh. I, th- you know, we he's a freak. He's a freak. And oh. as you know, we mentioned earlier. I think um, you know he's only at the start of his career. I'm sure we're gonna see a lot bigger and better. And some great games out of him yet. You can kind of see that he's got more to give, I think. He's not quite reached. Obviously, he's still young, but he's got more potential. It's crazy. And he's just a a footy head. He loves his footy. He watches all the other games and he studies the other teams. So, you know, and that's what you want to see in a player. And he's he's great. He's, He's got a few rough edges. He's... He's got a bit of character in him, which I love. I, lo- yeah, I love he's an Yes, and he's passionate. He is very passionate, and he's uh, he's just loves the same thing. He loves winning. He loves yeah. winning and loves having a good time. It, it comes back to the enjoyment part of the game. Is he? He is like a Bronco, sort of born and bred, because he started. He started at the Bronx, and then went to the Warriors. Yeah, he went to the Warriors, a, but I think he realised and he did the wrong thing by going, and he just won. And the biggest thing for me was he wanted to come back to the Broncos. Yeah. And he come back there for lesser money, and to see what he's doing is it's it's great to see. Yeah. Well, the Slater effect, do you think, really bring him on? Spending six weeks with Billy. Oh yeah, Billy. You know, you know, he's he reminds me of Billy Slater the mm. way you know he started. But uh, you know, I think he can get better if he if uh, he applies himself. And you know, injuries do play a big part in your career. But you know, looking at him now, you know, seeing and he just the people just love him. Whether mm. they're young girls, old girls, <laughs> are we know the female boys. audience are yes. all over him. Oh, they love him, and he and he does. He does a great job with them on and off the field as yeah. well. Isn't Darbs training him? Yeah, yeah. Darbs. He he Darbs does a lot of work with the back five, so he yeah. does a lot of work with him as well. So, and Darius is one of the best fullback wingers, mm. you know, around. Yeah. So he's doing a great job with him as well. King and, of the and it's just a. Keep him level headed. That's a big thing. <laughs> he was the king of the three on two. Yes. I reckon Darbs. Oh, he just he picked he it every time. Yeah, he yeah. was wonderful at fullback. But you know, you see him play winger and them origins and oh. the tests. Yeah. He was he scored so many tries. He was just always on the spot. Yeah, I reckon Hammer's going to overtake that with. Did he get four in three? Well, as Hammer, a centre. Yeah, Hammer's Hammer's been as you said. He's been wonderful, and he's going to be there for years yeah. to come. I, and he's got a lot of improvement in him as well. Do the um do the boys get stuck into Paddy Carrigan about not scoring a try yet? Does uh, that yes, get spoken yeah. about? That happens every training game, mate. <laughs> so Alex Twell's got it off his. Uh, yes, he's, he's got, got it done. So um, yeah, Paddy's. How look, do we get look him look over? At, he's looking for a nudie run at yeah. the end of the year. <laughs> He'll be doing nudie runs for the rest of his career oh, if he keeps. Yeah, it's up. Not, not looking good for him, but he's such a great player. I just can't believe he hasn't scored. Yeah, yet. well, he sets him up. Do you know oh. out the back there, kind of, or no? Oh, yeah, he's, he's, part, he's part of the yeah. league. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just can't believe he hasn't scored a try yet. I, what have we got to do? Oh, well, we'll have to... Um, I don't know what we've got to do. But <laughs> he's just got to hang around Reese Walsh yeah. a little bit more. I don't know if Reese would pass it to him on well, a I don't think he'd, I don't think he'd catch up to Reese Walsh. <laughs> That's a problem. And we want Payne Haas to stay. We do. We all... Everyone wants... And I... Surely the Bulldogs can fuck off. Yeah, I, we hope so, mate. But he's he's a Bronco through and yeah. through. And I, I personally, I can't see him going. I see neither. I see what the Broncos have done for him and been involved with him, and he loves being at the club. He's got some great friends there. He lives around the area, so I, I just can't. He's in. I think he lives in. Do he live in Ashgrove? Uh, I think he's at Red Hill at Red the Hill. moment. But uh, 
I can't see him going. Yeah, man. He's, good. He's too. He's too good a value, and I. Personally, the Broncos shouldn't let him go either. No, 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 I agree. Can we just ask, like, when you're out the back there running the water, are you passing on a message or are you giving your own intel or are you going rogue? Uh, what are you doing? They're Kevin's messages when we lose and they're mine when we win. <laughs> no, but I'm going out there just relaying messages down from the coach's box. So, Do any of the other teams get salty at you, like spit uh, the dummy or do you just no. tell them to fuck off? What no, do you do there? they don't get salty at me. They... They've got their own trainers yeah. out there, so they're out of there as much as me. Good, so good. It's just everyone notices me up yeah. there thinking more than the others. Anyone you want to spray water at sometimes? Uh, not really, mate. No. Not really. I not I just worry about our own team. Yeah, not, yeah. Yeah. Not too worried you're not yelling six more songs when no. you're out there, no. are you? <laughs> I hadn't had too many vodka red bulls before, <laughs> I, before I run. Now, there's a game we like to play on this show, all right? Now, tell us how you think. It's called Would You Rather Belt Bender or Beer With, all right? Now, it's a category. So, yes. there's three different categories. I'm listening. I've got the first <laughs> one is journos, all right? So, you've got Brent Reed, James Hooper, and Buzz Rothfield. Oh, Buzz Rothfield. You just want to belt. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you just want to belt them all, really, don't you? That's what I mean. I Some of the bullshit the they answer. go on with. <sighs> So we'd belt them all? Yeah, belt them all. Right. Now, the next one's the Matty Johns show. We've got Matty Johns, Hindy and Fletch. Belt, bend a beer with. Oh, beer with, definitely. Fletch and Hindy, they're, they're, oh, and Matty Johns, they're all great. They're great guys. And So you've got to belt one, you've got to go on a bender with one, you've got to have a beer with one. Okay. I'll, well, Matty's a smaller, so I'll belt him. <laughs> bender with Hindy and... What's your have, other a, have a beer Fletch. with Fletch. And have, have a, beer a beer with Fletch. With Fletch. Yeah. And yeah. then the last but not least is the OG footy show, which is Fatty Sturlo and the Chief. Fatty Sturlo, okay. <laughs> Belt the Chief. <laughs> oh, he's, he's out of your league. He's, he's, oh, he's, he's an old man now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a beer with Sturlo yeah. and the bender with, with the fat man. With the fat man. Yeah. You probably would have. He's not a big drinker these days, but the fat. If yeah. you got a bender on him, you'd yeah, you're in for one. Oh, you'd have a great time. <laughs> he, uh, we watched some videos before. He can get away with anything on Channel Nine. Oh, he does. Some yeah. of the things he said. It's it's like Fletchy and Hindy. Yeah. Oh. They get away with everything. Have they ever asked you to come on the Matty John show? Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm not a. You're I haven't. I haven't that? got a head for TV. Yeah. I'm. Podcast head, yeah, yeah, that's like us, mate. The three yes. of us, mate. We're voice, on the same voice page. for podcast head for one. Yes, <laughs> which is very good. Oh, that's pretty much it. That's that's it, mate. Yeah. I think oh. we uh we knocked off our our list here, but uh, unless you've got any stories you want to, I divulge. never got any stories I divulge away from home. So yeah, yeah. but good it's been man. great. And as I said, I love the Cax and I love how they look after us and love looking after the Broncos in Queensland. It's it's a pub for Queensland. Brisbane's. Yeah. It's the Premier, yeah. It's Brisbane's Rugby League pub. Yeah, awesome. I, I, I will say, you know, I'm grateful, of obviously, you coming on and I'm grateful what you do for... Uh, the Bronx. The, the Bronx and, and Queensland and, and what you do for the pub. Like, hey, hey, you sort of, you know, you bring everyone back here and um, do your thing. I'm grateful as, and my family's grateful and I think a lot of... The other thing is the people see it mm. and they see you driving it and they see... Uh, the players here, and they look up to them. Like, like you said, that's you know the game wouldn't exist without the fans and that, and, and the punters, yeah. and to have them here, and people come up to me and they 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 see you and the team, they love it. Like yeah, they, they want to see, and the and the boys enjoy it. Yeah, deep down the boys enjoy it, but they're just worried about coming out everywhere. But 
I know it's a safe place for them coming yeah. in. And they enjoy it. They just they still want to go out and have a beer after a win and a good win. Yeah. So Well, they should be able to as well with yeah. not having to worry about people filming them yeah. and stuff. And it, it's a tough one. But, you know, the fans out there, they love it as well. And, and most of the players are on social media these days too. So it's it's a two-way street. Yeah. So, you know, if you if you've got to be out there and doing the wrong thing, maybe you shouldn't You've go got out. to own it. Well, yeah, you do. And if you can't handle your drink or you or you're gonna think you're going to get in trouble, it's time to go home. <laughs> Can I ask who was best on ground uh, on after game two up here? Besides yourself, mate, because oh. I know you'd give yourself I won't a give rap. myself a rap. <laughs> <laughs> Huey I was, would. I was just trying to get another hour out of the boys. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, Paddy Carrigan wasn't too bad that night. Joy Arrow have a crack. Joy Arrow always has a yeah. crack. He's uh, he's mad, but most of them had a good time. I, yeah. You know, it, we're only here for a couple yeah. of hours, so it was just the enjoyment part of it. No one, you know, was over the top, so it's just enjoyment. And as I said, six more songs would have been nice if we. So you didn't even out. get six more songs. We didn't get we them got out. One. Oh, we got one. Shit. We got one out. Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline, yeah. which is one of my favourites. Yeah. So I had a few up me, tucked yeah. up my sleeve, but we didn't get them out. <laughs> Mate, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank Honestly, you. thank Thanks you guys. very much. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Our first guest. Thank you, guys. Cheers, Legend. mate. Thanks for that.